I believe we have a really good opportunity here because you're interested in rebranding your Absolutely. agency, yeah. right? Yeah. Tell me what the perception is right now and what you feel you'd like to change. Yes. Okay. So right now I'm CK and Co. Mm-hmm. When I came out of the gate, it was landing pages, Facebook, and Instagram ads. As I've taken on clients that I love, it's expanded into this big, beautiful thing where now it's marketing that works for your company right? This isn't just digital. This is marketing that works for your company. Where is your audience? What does your audience, what are they hungry for? Do I need to get on the phone with local business owners and find out what your audience actually wants in your demographic, right? Right. So it's it's just transformed into this big, beautiful thing. And it's beyond me now. So it's CK and Co. I'm Chelsea Catherine. It's right. not going to stay that way. So I want to really build this ecosystem, this company of just don't know the right word for it, but I just want well, people to feel so loved when they okay. work for your company. Well, let me just and inter- get results. Let me interrupt you just with this one idea. Do it before I forget. Do it. Have you thought about calling it "big beautiful thing"? No, but I like it because <laughs> you said it twice. "Big beautiful thing." Yeah, and it to me, it's like you light up when you say that. Yeah, and so it seems to me like number one, it's got scope. Number two, it's got beauty and beauty is takes on all kinds of things but usually in the form of collaboration in the form of their company in the form of your goals and your services right and a big beautiful thing doesn't have any particular limit it doesn't or any particular characterization so in other words you're not working strictly with us you're you're brand agnostic so right absolutely so so that's why was my first my first thing out of the Yeah, I may have no other idea after that. That's okay. That's okay. That may be the end of it. Martians landed. Yes. Wearing Prada suits. Yes. Drinking Henry's seltzer. Yes. Chewing juicy fruit. Yes, and? Your branding here. Yes, brand. Your message here. Yes, and? A verse about. Yes. Your product here. Yes. I'm Hirsch Redman. Yes, and? I'm a message therapist. Yes. And I have a podcast. Yes, brand. That's right, that's it. Yes. We'll help you fix the world. Yes. Or your bottom line. All right. Your bottom line. Get it. I get it. Welcome to the Yes Brand Podcast. Yes. Okay, welcome to Yes Brand. We are here at the lovely Sheridan Salt Lake City in Salt Lake City, Utah. And my guest today is Chelsea Catherine. Chelsea is committed to the idea of giving a shit about her clients. (laughs) But other than that, I don't want to say too much, but welcome, Chelsea, Thank to the show. You. Thank you so much. And let's do what we always do here on Yes Brand and give us your uh, your best one floor elevator pitch. One floor elevator pitch. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I own a digital marketing company, but we don't just stay digital because we actually give a shit. So it's about taking our clients on, finding where their audience really is, right? So is your audience actually in print? Is your audience actually in digital? finding out what your audience actually wants and then committing to making that happen so that you are a beautiful, successful company. And I guess that's it. So what kind of what kind of companies do you work with? So we love working with, of course, coaches, course creators, people like that. But we do have some one-offs, like some med spas, anybody we can be personal with. Really, mm. that's what's biggest to us is somebody that we can be personal with and somebody that we know we can actually make a difference with them. So that's what's most important to us. I find that too in that in that the personal connection has always been 
the underpinning of every client relationship I've had. Yes. Like it like it doesn't matter. I've had people who are beverage clients. I've had people who are yeah. fitness clients. And I've had people who are in the advertising industry, like we yeah. were talking about before, yeah. commercial production and post. It's not really about that. It's not. It's about the the connection that we have with them and also what they need. Yeah. You know, people will often, you know, tell us what we need, you All know. All the time. You know, and we have to say, this is, you know, this is what we need. This is what you need. Right. Um, and how did you get into it? How did... So I was actually at an out-of-home advertising company in Las Vegas and COVID hit. And there was some buzz right before COVID that was like, hey, a lot of people are pulling their their budgets and they're going digital. They're not going to be as out of home. Mm-hmm. We did exper- experiential there too. Uh-huh. Um, so we did all kinds of stuff. But I kept saying like, hey, I'm investing a lot in learning landing pages. I'm learning a lot and investing in this. I'm, uh, can we do this? Can we try this? Can we try this? And I got a lot of pushback. Yeah. And I'm not somebody who takes no very easily. So then it was like, okay, well, then I guess I'm just going to go do it on my own. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, all right, well, you guys are going to take me seriously. So like, this is awesome. But I was like, I was very transparent about it. I yeah. was like, hey, I'm learning this. Do you guys want to do it? No. Okay. I'm going to do it on the side. Okay. Well, now this is my business. Yeah. So yeah. And it's been an incredible journey. I've got to meet amazing people that I wouldn't have got to meet otherwise. So I'm really thankful for it. Okay, now I believe we have a really good opportunity here because you're you're interested in rebranding your agency, right? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Tell me what the perception is right now and what you feel you'd like to change. Yes. Okay. So right now I'm CK and Co. Mm -hmm. When I came out of the gate, it was landing pages, Facebook, and Instagram ads. As I've taken on clients that I love. It's expanded into this big, beautiful thing where now it's marketing that works for your company, right? This isn't just digital. This is marketing that works for your company. Where is your audience? What is your audience? What are they hungry for? Do I need to get on the phone with local business owners and find out what your audience actually wants in your demographic, right? Right. So it's just transformed into this big, beautiful thing. And it's beyond me now. So it's CK and Co. I'm Chelsea Catherine. It's not going to stay that way. I'm going to bring in people who are better, far better at me (laughs) than some of these things, right? Like I'm not a designer. I want an amazing designer. I'm not. So I want to really build this ecosystem, this company of just, I don't know the right word for it, but I just want people to feel so loved when they go to the company. Well, let me just get results. Let me interrupt you just with this one idea. Do it. Before I forget. Do it. Have you thought about calling it big, beautiful thing? No, but I like it. (laughs) Because <laughs> you said it twice, big, beautiful thing. Yeah. And it, to me, it's like you light up when you say that. Yeah. And so it seems to me like, number one, it's got scope. Number two, it's got beauty. And beauty is, takes on all kinds of things, but usually in the form of collaboration, in the yeah. form of their company, in the form of your goals and right. your services. Right. And a big, beautiful thing doesn't have any particular limit. It doesn't. Or any particular characterization. So in other words, you're not working strictly with us. You're, you're brand agnostic, so right. to speak. Right. Absolutely. So so that's why was my first my first thing out of the gate. I may have no other idea. After that's that. okay. That may, that's okay. That may be the end of it. And, and I love it. I think that we're kind of living in a world where like brand is very basic. Yeah. Right? Like my my brand right now, I'm showing my heart, it's gold, it's black and gold. And it it's basic. Yeah. It's basic. So. Well, it's Hawkeye colors because I'm in Iowa City. So you have 
you have the Iowa Hawkeye colors. Right. Okay. Hold on. Wait. It's basic. Yeah. It's beautiful. But it is it's beautiful. Basic. This is how they do it on talk shows. Her new album is called Chelsea Telementes, and it's coming out on Chelsea Catherine Digital Marketing. Thank you. Thank you so much. This yeah. This weekend. Should we play a song from the album? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so what inspired you to do this album? Do you sing? Do you like to sing? Nobody wants to hear me sing. Oh, a little okay. bit of Baby Shark here and there, but. Oh, okay. Well, you can't do that wrong. It doesn't you, go badly. That's true, but. Okay. So let's say as an option, you take your name out of it because you don't want it it's to beyond, just be you. It's beyond you. Yeah. You know? And by the way, I wouldn't use the the name it's beyond me because i think <laughs> i don't know i think it could be taken the wrong way and somebody would say hey chelsea can you help me with my new launch and you say well it's beyond me and they go all right oh, okay. and they walk away i and really thought you were going to be able to help me but yeah right uh, it's, it's it. beyond I me i understand well it's, it's beyond your head uh, so it's bigger than you it is um now when you when you're trying to figure out who the you know what the audience wants what your client's audience wants. How do you go about that? You mentioned talking to businesses. Yeah. So, I mean, I love to use this one example of a med spa that we work with that thought that their audience wanted discounts. They thought that their audience wanted Botox. And I got frustrated because what they kept telling me wasn't necessarily working. So I started calling local businesses in their area and saying, hey, have you heard of this company? Uh, Well, yeah, but like we all have our Botox person already. We all have this already. Give me something that they have that other people in the area are offering so I don't feel like I'm crossing a boundary with the relationships that I already have. Okay, cool. So now we find out what they have that's an offer that other people don't have. It's not just a generic discount, but it's a, a product that they have that nobody else offers in the area. I wouldn't have gotten that information without picking up the phone and calling those business owners in the area. So yeah, yeah, that's how it's kind of like getting really deep into that and figuring out like, okay, what is it that other people actually want and not what you think they want? Because I think sometimes business owners get tunnel vision. Yeah. And they think this is what people want, but they don't slow down to listen to what people are actually asking for. And sometimes you have to just call people and ask the right questions. Well, there's a lot of things that that you demonstrated with that. One is fearlessness. Like fearlessness is, is it can be underestimated. If people don't necessarily like picking up the phone, yeah. they don't necessarily like have getting into these things. They want the information to be, you know, just provided to them. The other thing is the hard work of doing the research and finding out what's really going on. And then the patience to, you know, go through this process and not have it be rushed. So that all comes back to the personal treatment that you're giving the client. And I will say that the client has to allow you that patience, right? Because sometimes clients and I love them all, but sometimes they don't have the patience to allow you to do that work. Right. Their tunnel vision and they're like, I have to have this. I saw 16 Facebook ads yesterday that said I should be making a million dollars off a $50 ad launch. Why isn't it happening? (laughs) It's like, you got to calm down, bro. Like, let's let's get to the answer together. But you have to give it some time. You have to understand your marketing might not work the first time. You have to turn on that. You have to turn on that faucet and kind of make those adjustments before you actually have this beautiful, well-oiled machine. What's interesting to me is that, you know, here you are telling them to be patient and telling them what you're trying to do for them is not necessarily going to work. Meanwhile, we're talking about rebranding you. Yeah. And and I and it's funny because that was my, as I mentioned earlier, my background had been in 
doing PR and also, you know, sales for companies that made commercials. Yeah. But I wasn't at that time writing commercials or doing or doing branding for people. Yeah. And so I have this kind of meta background where I can see that you're doing something for yourself that you are also, you know, we can't I'm practicing do, what I preach. Yeah, you're practicing what you preach. <laughs> yeah. And we can't really cut our own hair. You know, we mm-hmm. we can't do all the things for ourselves that no. you're focused yeah. on your clients. Yeah. You're focused on the deliverables that you promise them. And you can't really take your eye off that too much. No. So you need to kind of do your, you know, take your own advice, but also have a little bit of room to experiment. Yeah. And that way you can say to them, look, we're doing this thing right now. We're relaunching our thing. Yeah. We're doing that. We're, t- we're trying X, Y, Z. This may not work perfectly. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to be patient and yeah. you s- have a chance to set a good example for your, yeah. for your clients and the kind of clients you want. Yeah. You know, are your clients, are you feeling like your clients are coming from different places geographically? Is it mostly oh. where you're based? I mean, does no, it, is there absolutely. any? absolutely. So I'm fortunate in the way that I'm running a Facebook ad that gets me great leads. So I'm really fortunate in that area where I've gotten to work with people in Australia, the UK, um, actually nobody in Vegas. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's yeah. like, you know, very international and national. Um, people on the East Coast, I've gotten some referrals that are really great. But yeah, that's primarily how I'm getting it. So it's a very national and international type thing. It's not necessarily, I haven't even had time to get in the biggest market and like get face to face with people and start doing the networking thing. Right. Because my time is just. Well, because this whole thing was born in the time of the COVID and also, you know, people not being able to to get out there as much. And then to get out there and meet people who you would have never met before. Right. Is hard. Yeah. But the national international thing now brings us back to the big beautiful thing yeah concept yeah so i still like that I idea think it's fun. and i think you know and again like you can try different there's different iterations and different things i often tell clients you know there's a campaign that you can do mm-hmm. that is about messaging but it's not your only message and mm-hmm. it's not your you know you could do a, like if you like if we checked it now we said oh there's like three other big beautiful things out there which i yeah. don't know if there are or not but I, you always got to check but if I found it, I would go, you know what? I would still do like a big, beautiful thing event. Make oh, your yeah. thing a big, beautiful thing. Make your thing a big, beautiful thing. It's <laughs> it, not terrible it's so either. It's fun. It's so fun. Make your thing. <laughs> Make your thing a big, beautiful thing. M-Y-B-A. Well, I'm trying to think of an acronym for that. BBT is big, beautiful thing. BBT. Make your thing a BBT. See, so those little things that just kind of stick with you and then they're yeah. fun to play with. And you never know where it will end up. Right. You know, like as a comedian, I would write bits and you would go on stage and work them out. And that's how you know if they, you know, that's how you know if they're good is like, do they keep us? It zoom? sounds like you have done a lot of super cool stuff. Yeah. yeah a lot of so. super cool stuff. So out of all of the stuff that you've done, what is your absolute favorite? And like the thing that light has lit you up the most out of all of this? Well, I think being a dad is like the, is probably the best, the best thing. Like that's, that's the thing that's incomparable to any kind of professional, you know, job. And it's fascinating. Their children are just, you know, people are, they're just fascinating people. And then I, but then I think if you're going to, if we look at the, at the professional landscape, 
I do think that stand-up comedy is the favorite thing. Yeah. doesn't mean that I would rather be doing stand-up today than this. I would rather right. be doing this. But I there's something about it that when you have put in the hours, and I put in a lot, a lot of time. Yeah. You know, doing it and not and being, you know, bombing or doing or just or just getting nervous yeah. or think trying trying something that wasn't really me. Yeah. But finding that sweet spot was like an amazing core memory for me to to go on stage and kill. There yeah. was the time that it was was at the comedy store in, in L.A. And it was what they call the O.R., the original room, which is a yeah. room that overlooks the street. It's a smaller room. But it was one of those things where I just felt like I was in total command and I just was in my element. And I, at that moment, I was I was good at that. And and that first feeling of that, which took a couple of years, probably was like, you know, yeah, that's a that's a great feeling. And then I realized you just do that throughout your life. You try yeah. to get really good at something and and have that moment. And it doesn't have to be every day. No. And that bleeds so much back into even what we're talking about with people doing their marketing stuff. Yeah. Is them thinking like, oh, this is instantly going to be a smash hit and everybody's going to buy from me on my first try. Like it really yeah. takes in business ownership, in stand-up comedy, in father and motherhood, it takes that trial and error and then that golden sweet spot of like, oh my gosh, I got it right today. Yeah. And isn't it and, worth it? Yeah. It's like... You know, all the things that didn't quite work. Yeah. And, but you did it. And there's figured lessons. it out. So many lessons in all of that. You figure it out. And then those lessons get imparted, hopefully, to other people, get re mm -hmm. get repurposed. Yeah. Because now you've been through this thing and you can help them with that. That's why I think there are so many coaches and so many consultants and so many. It's obviously we're exposed to it a lot because we're doing podcasting. But yeah. the fact is that I think people learn things and then they have the opportunity to share it. Yeah. And that's yeah. how it works. And that's why it's so cool to work with coaches that really care about their clients is because then you're playing a part in them making that impact, right? When you work with brands that have purpose or you're working with people you love having relationships with, you're a part of that impact that they're making in lives. Yeah. So maybe I'm not directly impacting the person that the coach that I'm working with, you know, it might not be me to impact, right. but I get to help you have coach some ownership. impact yeah those lives. And yeah. so I love getting behind a message that I can be passionate about because then I feel like I'm purposeful in everything that I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you should feel that way. Yeah. So, okay. So what's our, what are you either working on now or what's the next, what's lying right ahead, ahead for you? I feel like right now I, this is a break for me being here. Right. Yeah. I feel like my head is buried in execution mode. Mm. And so I am for the first time trying to pull my head out of the sand since I've started so that I can focus on rebranding my company. But also I've learned so much in this past few years that I think that there's this elevation for my clients this year that it's just leaning into them and giving them everything that I've got and applying a lot of those things that I've learned uh, to help them grow and to reach those audiences so that they can impact those people and getting to be a part of that. You know, we could actually close with a little game. I do this okay. game called Fortunately Unfortunately. And it usually doesn't go very long because it's not so easy, but okay. it's a good exercise to get creative about your, your company. Okay. So for example, the way it is, is that like with the yes and rule, I'm never negating anything you're saying, but I do have a counterpoint. Got it. So in other words, I say, well, you know, Chelsea, fortunately, and we'll do it about it. It doesn't have to be about your company because that okay. can be too complicated with your headspace, right? Okay. 
So we say, so I say, well, you know, fortunately, after this, we're all going to go outside and record. And so we're going to get a change of environment. And then do I say, unfortunately, you say, unfortunately, whatever you want to say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's snowing and the iron in the (laughs) the hotel room didn't work. So I don't have an iron jacket. Oh, well, well, fortunately, I have prepared for everyone body suits that are heated to 120 degrees. And so you'll get one of those that you can wear outside. Fortunately. Yes. Shoot. What's unfortunate about that? Well, I don't know. It could be too hot and you could you could overheat in this seat. There's a reason why these don't go on. You know, it's it's funny. This is what we call improv because we're doing it without a net. Well, I just want to get gross and be like, unfortunately, I don't know if I have enough deodorant on for that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's perfect. That's perfect. You say, unfortunately, I don't know if I have enough deodorant. I would say, well, fortunately, we're all naturists and we don't wear deodorant. None of us do. Oh, unfortunately, naturists creep me out. Oh, that's a Drew. That's that's, I'm making that up. (laughs) Yeah. I tried this game with one of my sons. It didn't work. It put too much pressure on it. I think fortunately is an easier place to be. Oh, that. Unfortunately. Well, I don't know. I had a very successful unfortunately one yeah i would ask you to just leave an imparting message for let you have the last word and you can give a a message to the audience to people out there who are dealing with their own brands trying to get the break through the plateau that they may be on well maybe it's just you know going back to what the topic was or you know off topic was is that you have to fail to succeed and that there's lessons in every failure. So just lean into those failures and as much as they suck, feel the suck because someday there's going to be an amazing feeling at the end of it. That's right. Yeah. So the two lessons are feel the suck and give a shit. Yeah. Because if you give a shit, if you give a shit, it's worth it to feel the suck because eventually you're going to feel a lot better. How eloquently you And you'll be surprised how quickly that shit doesn't suck anymore. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> thank you, Chelsea. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. If you liked the show. Yes, and. It worked for you. Yes, and. Subscribe and leave a. Yes, friend. Five-star review. Yes, friend. Tell all your friends. Yes, friend. Get your branding here. Yes. Get your branding here. Yes, friend. Did I make it clear? Yes.